0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of Keeper's Place, the Keeper Murdoch show and podcast. Yes. So tonight I'm so excited. We have a amazing show for you tonight. It is our first, our very first. Guest reunion show, and we are bringing on guests from season one and season two. So, we are going to catch up with them, find out a little bit about what they have going on, what they thought about being a guest on Keeper's Place, to Keeper Murdoch Show and podcast, and just chit chat and have a good time. So, listen, don't go anywhere. I promise you, you do not want to miss this show. So, stay tuned. Welcome to Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch show and podcast. We hope that by the end of our show, you'll left feeling empowered, motivated, and connected. So come on in the room, grab your favorite drink, sit back, and enjoy the ride, because you're finally at home at Kiever's Place. Now give it up for our host and producer, Coach Kiever Lernice Murdoch. Thank you so much for joining us on Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch show and podcast. So we have about 10 guests who is joining us tonight. So I'm going to uh, play a brief introduction and tell you a little bit more about them. And we're going to get this thing popping. Okay. So let's meet our guests. Welcome to Kiva's Place guest reunion show. I'm your host, Kiva Lernice Murdoch. Now meet our guests. Dr. Vanessa Dunn-Guyton, Tori White, Eric Zuley, Janine Tedford, Doreen Letsum reed Jeff Steinberg, Sonia Wilson Bailey, Kimla Burton, Janique Mader, Kobe Martin, Kalina Powell, Takeisha Wade, Gerald Lewis. Join us this Thursday, July 15, 7.30 PM, Eastern Standard Time, right here on Kievers Place. And welcome back. So let's go ahead and bring our guests on the stage. So the first guest that I will be bringing on the stage is Mr. Eric Zuli. Mr. Eric Zuli, let me tell you a little bit about him. He's very well connected and he has a lot going on. So Mr. Eric Zuli is a 14-time award-winning entrepreneur. He's a four-time best-selling author, actor, producer, founder of the Easy Way Wall of Fame with over 250,000 guest visitors per month. His network reaches 400 million homes and his uh, foundation raised over $14 million for charity. So let's bring Mr. Eric Zuli up on the stage. How are you?
1: Hey Kiever, I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. I love this reunion show idea. I'm gonna steal it from you.
0: <laughs> you can have it. Thank Our next can. guest that we will be that we will be bringing on the stage is Miss Ta'Keisha Wade. Miss To. Keisha Wade is a coach. She's a a woman that has a lot going in as well. She's an author. She's a new upcoming author. She's going to tell you a little bit about that. She just launched a new magazine called She Magazine. Yes. And she also have a coaching um, show coming up. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that
2: as well. But welcome back, Mr. Keisha Wade. How are you? I'm well. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. I love you so much, Keira. Not a problem. Thank you so much for coming back. Our next guest that we'll be bringing
0: to the stage is Mr. Jeff Steinberg. He is a masterpiece in progress, who stands four foot six inches tall on wobbly legs. He holds a microphone with a metal hook, and he is a man with a unique message. So welcome, Mr. Uh, Jeff Steinberg. And thank you for having
3: me, Keeper. I am so delighted to be here. It's going to be a great show, and I'm honored that you
0: invited me. Thank you so much, Jeff. Glad to have you. The next guest that I will be introducing to you is Ms. Kobe Martin. Ms. Kobe Martin is an advocate for those who are mentally disabled. And she has a powerful message and a very um, traumatic story, but yet a powerful story because she is one woman who has turned her traumatic experiences into purpose and power. So I'm so happy to have her join us tonight, Ms. Kobe Martin. How are you? I'm well
4: thank you so much for asking so glad to be here thank you for having me
0: thank you so much for uh, joining us for our first reunion show as well our next queen that I will bring up is miss Doreen Reed she is a powerful woman who has a wonderful tour coming up that we will be that we will be discussing a little bit later on in the show so less as she is also she has a show called the king ofprenure connection if I'm I hope I'm saying that correctly, but she is a woman who is just so passionate about helping other women. So let's go ahead
5: and bring Miss Doreen. Let's read to the stage. How are you? Well, better that I'm here with you, Kiva. Of course, I'm at Kiva's place. What, what? Where else would I be tonight? <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to have you join us.
0: Our next queen that we be. That I will introduce to you is Miss Kalina Powell. She comes all the way from Canada, and she is an advocate for the deaf community. So let's introduce to you, Miss Kalina Powell. How are you?
6: How are you? I'm super good. I'm 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 super excited to be here. The show is going to be crazy, and yeah, super excited.
0: We are super excited to have you. Thank you so much for joining us again. Our next guest we're going to introduce to you is Miss Vanessa Dunn-Guyton. And if you are on social media, if you know anything about sexual assault, this is the powerhouse behind all of that. She is the advocate for sexual, um, sexual prevention and sexual awareness. She is the author of several books and she's she has a show also called Hush No More. That's our whole foundation is Hush No More. So we're going to bring to the stage, Miss Dr. Vanessa Dunn-Guyton. How are you, Queen? I'm
6: wonderful. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome to have you. Next, we're going to bring to our virtual stage, Pastor Gerald C. Lewis. He is the author of several books. He's about to launch his third book, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that as well. He's a pastor, and he's locally right here in Columbia, South Carolina. So welcome back to the stage, Pastor Gerald. How are you? Pastor Gerald, can you hear us? So, we will come back and check his sound. And finally, we have Miss Kimla Burton, who is, she has a magazine as well. And she also just recently launched her own podcast. And I am a proud columnist in her magazine. So, we're going to definitely talk uh, briefly about that as well. So, let's bring to the stage Miss Kimla Burton. How are you? Hi. Hello, everyone awesome well everybody let's jump right into it uh thank you so much for just bringing on being a uh, uh um a guest on our first guest reunion show i'm super excited i'm so excited i can't even talk like i need to slow down <laughs> the excitement is real the excitement is real so thank you guys again so let's go ahead and dive right into the show i'm going to just we must ask a question and you can just dive in so the first thing i want to know is how was your experience being a guest on a show let's just talk about that right quick
1: well kever's place uh is very professional uh you handle you handle your 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 uh persona and and your your reasoning you know behind your show very professionally and so that's the first thing that 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 comes to mind when being a guest on the show plus you your smile lights up a room you know you just really enjoy it kiver you know what i mean like 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 you 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 think that there's a denting commercial going to be coming on every time your intro comes out because you you know what i mean like you you just you just love doing what you do because you know what your platform can can do for other people
0: Thank you so much, Eric. That really, really, really means a lot. Thank you so much,
3: Eric. There aren't many of us who even know what dentine is. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) For sure. Hey, my experience with uh, with Keevers Place was fun. It was a great place. You 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 made being funny and made uh, sharing easy. And for a guest. That's that's a hard place to be because you never know what the host is going to be like that very first time But you 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 kept it relaxed you kept it entertaining and fun and uh, We had some good laughs and I, I was it was a real pleasure being on your show
0: Thank you Yeah, it is my pleasure well, I'll
1: say this, Kieber, you know, you are on our, our, our networks, our distribution, and, you know, we've gotten a lot of responses. You know, people have actually reached out and said that they, they like the vibe. You know, how do we get on? And, and and that's the thing is if you do get responses, I don't care if you get one response, That's that's a win in podcast and streaming. You know, uh, but you have had a couple of responses and and we've put you out on Roku, Apple, Amazon, DirecTV, and a couple other things. And so, you know, Kievers Place is the place to be if you want to get out there.
0: You know, and that means a lot because this show is bigger than just me. It's really a place for people to be able to connect and get to know each other. And it's really important for, you know, um, my guests. Because once you're on my show, you are no longer a guest. You are family. You're a family of Kiva's Place the Kiva Murdoch Show and podcast. And I sincerely mean that. And let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about, because many of us on here are coaches of some capacity, right? And it's really important that we push the message of collaboration and not competition. So when I say that, when you hear that collaboration versus competition, what what does that look like for you? And how does that resonate with you?
1: Well, it's, it's everything. I mean, I don't want to be the only one on camera. So if anybody wants to wants to take take over the mic, by by all means. But I mean, your your questions are resonating with me, so I'm just like jumping on. I, I feel like I, I'm the one hitting the buzzer. My hands like, I got this. I got this. Um, I appreciate the engagement. <laughs> but but you know, the the collaboration versus competition. Collaboration is how you win. Competition is how you lose. And too many people right now are trying to look at people at competition. We build our entire empire and everything that we have off of collaboration, off of, off of making it a win, 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 win. And it's, it's, it's how you win and not only how you win, but how your clients win. Because when you collaborate with other people, you tap into other followings, other communities, other networks, other opportunities, other situations. And as a coach myself, and I'm sure everybody else on the screen uh, would would agree that it's really about your client first and foremost and that's that's one of the things i believe that really makes it a win for your client as well as yourself
7: yeah i'd I'd have to agree with them because what we fail to realize is that each one of us brings an exclusivity and a uniqueness to each and i each and every one of our individual areas when we realize that we we can see that there is no competition there why would there be competition if what i do is is unique if what I offer and what God has given me is is exclusive. Uh, And when we see it from that standpoint, we don't see the other people or the other person or the other organization or that other entity as competition. We see that if we collaborate, I bring something to the table, they bring something to the table and each part of what we do is so unique and so niched that when we bring it together, then now we're able to reach a larger audience. We're able to put our products in front of, People that we would have never been able to put them in front of before, we were able to spread the gospel in ways that we never thought we'd able to be able to, because those people have people that I'm not connected to, and I have people that they're not connected to. But when we come together, we all connected to each other. So just hold on and embrace the exclusivity and uniqueness that God has given each one of us, and there is no competition.
3: There's actually a a, a verse of scripture that says that how can Two people walk together unless they be agreed. And that's the difference between collaboration and competition. Collaborators agree. They work together toward a common goal and they move together toward a common goal. One of the unique things about being on your show, Kiever, was that after we were on, you followed up by making sure I had some contacts of pastors that would be good for me to be in front of and would be good for them to share my ministry. And you don't get that in a competing situation. Competition says, I'm better than you. Collaboration says, I wanna walk with you. And I wanna
5: wow. come with you. That's good. That's really, really good. Because I, when, when Kiva was talking, that's what came to mind. And I know Kiva doesn't mind me sharing how we first met. We actually first met in a training session with Dr. Nikita Davis. And because of something that I shared in that training, she reached out to me and then we just began to build and start making history. And so, you know, she recognized uh, my gifting and I recognized her gifting. We just began to talk. And, you know, even now we're, we're in the midst of building something very unique together. Here again, using her strengths, using my strengths, we're able to come together. And so What I believe is we complete. We don't compete. We can get so much more done um, and and just being here tonight back in the room with so many women that I already know and then being connected with people I don't know. And then that is just added value. And that's what we should always want to bring to the table in whatever we're doing, making sure that we're here to serve, not be served. Let me say that again. We are here to serve, not be served. And collaboration is that mindset that I'm here to serve, not be served.
2: Right, and I agree, Ms. Oren, I agree. Um, When I hear collaboration, I hear action, together, togetherness, connecting together, to work together, to, to come as one, togetherness to bring out a specific type of outcome. And that is to help and bring people in to see uh, uh, um, uh, the kingdom. You know, we're kingdom citizens, we're kingdom entrepreneurs, and we want people to see what it looks like on the other side, which is the kingdom. And when you collaborate and you don't, and when you compete, what are you doing? You're competing, competition is competing, you're competing. It's like I'm competing to get to the kingdom when we all are kingdom citizens. So when I hear that word collaboration, I hear connect, I hear action of working to collaborate to build a a, a better community. And and Kiever, you know, when, when I was on the show with you, it was so Holy Spirit filled. Uh, It's so Holy Spirit filled now. I'm trying not to to bring out the minister in me because I want to preach. That's how it feels when you connect to someone who belongs to the kingdom and want to see you grow. Not just her. She wants us to grow. That's what I see. And I thank you. I love you so much. You are my sister. And thank you. Yes.
0: You. Y'all are not going to get me crying on this show tonight, okay? <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah. When,
0: you say, when, when you say collaboration,
6: I truly think of you because we met at a vendor event and it has been really good since then. You came on my show. I came on your show. You've been on my show twice. This is my second time on your show. Like that is collaboration. My philosophy is when one blow up, we all blow up. One team, one fight. And so I'm always trying to promote somebody else because as I'm promoting you, it's a natural way to promote me. I'm sitting back, but it's a blessing. And so I believe as we help each other, it helps all of us. And so that's what I feel when I come on your show and how I feel about you. And just to know the commonalities that we both have, we both feel the same way. And so I just think that's phenomenal
0: and I'm truly honored to be part of your network. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So let's shift gears right quick. So pet peeves, because we all have pet peeves, right? So Kalina, let's talk about one of your pet peeves, either in business or personally. Can you hear us? Okay, can
6: you hear me? Okay. Uh, I would say my biggest time time when people think that um they won't be able like
7: to hear
6: they'll like they'll be
7: extra and they're
6: like oh, wait, wait me now? can you hear me now and, like, blah, 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 blah. So, and so that was one of my between people over we asked a little bit too much when i tell them like i'm deaf and i was just like no it's okay and like i said you guys normally and we'll try to, i can hear but i'm not of my biggest pet peeve
0: so you were breaking up a little bit, but it does sound like one of your pet peeves is when people cannot hear hear you. Yeah, exactly. OK, all right. What about you, Kobe? Any pet
4: peeves? Uh, I'm normally a, a person where just about everything gets on my nerves. <laughs> i i hate to admit that but one of my pet peeves and i really have to work on this and i have been doing a better job is that i'm uncomfortable repeating myself so a lot of times when i speak with speak to people i try to speak clearly slowly and in a, in terms that they can understand to avoid me having to repeat myself would you I say to it, please you heard me jeff <laughs> <laughs> So that is definitely one of my pet peeves and I'm trying to get better because even myself, I have some hearing loss in one of my ears and so I practice not saying, huh, what did you say? Because when people say that to me, it's irritating. So I'm working on it, but that is definitely one of my pet peeves.
0: You know what? I never thought about that because I am actually losing hearing in my left ear. But, you know, I think I'm doing pretty good, but my husband trips me out sometimes. It gets on my nerve because he's complaining that either I'm too loud or I have the TV too loud. (laughs) I tend to forget that not everyone around me is losing the hearing. So, (laughs) yes, yeah. Miss Kimla, we haven't heard from you yet. How are you? So, she's on mute. So let's talk about (laughs) what is one of your pet peeves because we all got them. So what's one of your pet peeves either in business or personal?
8: I will say business. One of my biggest pet peeves is people not taking my business seriously you know we we work hard to get where we are we work hard to build our brand build ourselves build our businesses and to others it's an afterthought and i i know we have to work just as hard because work harder because it belongs to us but i i guess i know now how it feels to a store owner when you go in the store and you just walk around, you know, you're not gonna buy anything, <laughs> but you just walk around wasting time, asking questions, wasting their time. And then you turn around and walk out the store. You know, like, I I, I don't know. That's I'm, I'm learning that everybody uh, is on their own journey. So, what is important to me is not important to everybody else, but that that is a really, really big pet, especially with me because I have so many different businesses and so many different ventures going on. So yeah, wasting my time is
0: is a huge pet peeve for me. Hmm. I think we all can relate to that. And not only that, when you have to convince or try to project to other people you know why you're doing things the way that you were doing it why your business is important you know because a lot of people see your business as a little business or you know Mm -hmm. you're doing this little book or you know you're doing this little project and there is nothing little about what you have coming up going on because what people don't realize is
5: it's a lot of work
8: a lot of work
5: yes yeah I think that we value each other, um, Kiever, and some of it is intentional and some of it is unintentional. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate the young lady, the CEO of her company, speaking up for us because that is that is very hurtful, you know. And I think what you was intending to say, and I'm just going to come out and say it real straight and raw. You, we are trying to convince you of our value. We're trying to convince mm-hmm. you that our prices are our prices and then you're saying well no i'm not doing that um and you know we're trying to convince you and here lately i've been in some trainings where you know i have to make myself understand that i set the standard if your moral value is not in line with my moral value then you're not for me Mm -hmm. but someone out there wants what i have and god will send them to me i'm not going to have to continue to to convince you that what i'm doing is valuable that what I, my time is valuable you know and a lot of people say well are you going to follow up okay at what point do i continue to follow up with you you already know what you want to do you have to take control and make sure that you're following up when we go to mcdonald's we know we want the fries i mean it's just obvious that's why we're there we don't sit in the drive through him and hawing. No, we end up probably ordering five fries instead of one. Right. Because we see the value. That's what we want. That's why we're there. And I just appreciate the young lady uh, for just being honest, because I have felt that way. And even though I've been doing this for 12 years, like she said, it's always learning. But I just appreciate you for saying that because that was a confirmation for the training I was in last week. And I just want to I don't know your name, ma'am, but thank you for just <laughs> speaking that because. Um, I think it's just people not valuing us as kingdompreneurs.
8: Yes, exactly. perfect. Hmm.
1: I think that has a lot to do with your branding, though, and how you position your business. You know how you position your the way you want people to perceive you to value you. I think it has a lot to do with with you know what you've done with your business, and when people do the research, you know. That's a matter of how they're going to because people are going to come up with their own evaluation of your value, you know? And so you have to position your business right to get that respect, I think. So I just wanted to throw my opinion on that. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So let's talk about.
1: So ask me
3: what what my pet peeve is.
0: (laughs) What's your pet peeve, Mr. Jeff Steinberg.
3: My pet peeve is the cheapening of the gospel. Mm. I can tell you how many times I have been in places where somebody would get up to sing, and Pastor Gerald, you know this to be true, and they'll set a hymn book in front of them and they'll say, Y'all pray for us as we try to sing. We didn't have time to practice, but we're going to try to sing for you. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, Then sit down and let somebody get up who actually has some pride in the quality and the effort that they put down. Because the truth of the matter is, and I've told you this before, Kieber, the least likely person can accomplish the most extraordinary thing in a most unique fashion. God uses the least likely person. And the fact of the matter is, I can't tell you how many times I've had people I walk into a church, somebody pat me on the head because I'm only four feet, six inches tall. And they'll say, bless your heart. And they wanna lay hands on me to be healed. And I can't tell you how many times I wanted to lay hooks on somebody else, you know, on them. The truth is, we've gotten so comfortable with the phrase, well, it's good enough for the gospel. And it's good enough for the church. Truth is, what Eric is doing, and it's, it's, a, it's a real pleasure to be with you, Eric, again, because Eric's given me a real push, and I really appreciate it. But what Eric is doing is saying to people in ministry, you can have a quality platform as long as you have a quality message and a quality presentation. But if you don't like who you are, if you look in the mirror and you don't see a masterpiece in progress, and you're telling God he got it wrong, then nobody's going to want what you have to say. Because the first thing you sell is yourself.
1: Well said. Good. Thank you, Jeff. It's always a pleasure to be. Thanks, Jeff. It's always a pleasure to be on screen with you. You and your hook, man. I'll put my fist up. You put your hook up. There you go.
7: <laughs> That's amazing Beautiful. that he said that because yeah. mediocrity would be my would be my most worst pet peeve would just be people being comfortable just exactly where they are no matter you know what that is it's always more to strive for it's always better and and that's one of the things that i've been ruling out of my my vocabulary lately is to you know one of my slogans is discover more but recently you know the lord has been really dealing with me with that and now it's transitioning from discover more to discover better uh, because more doesn't necessarily mean better. So, you know, when we look at more, you know, that's, that's quantity, but better is quality, you know? So in looking at it from that standpoint, you know, I'm to a point now where that mediocrity is just, is mind boggling when I see someone just, just stagnant and complacent and comfortable And a lot of times I wish now that, you know, if you go and do some research, uh, you'll see that the speech that Martin Luther King was supposed to have read was called Mediocracy No More. But he chose to read. I have a dream instead. Uh, And sometimes I wish he had done, you know, even though I have a dream is a phenomenal speech. Sometimes I wish he had done mediocrity no more. I think it would have revolutionized a lot of people's minds and the way that they think, because he's one of the most instrumental voices that we've seen in a long time.
3: And Pastor Gerald, that whole mediocrity, uh, that whole goal toward mediocrity spills over, not only in the church where you get this, well, we're a church, therefore we can't afford quality entertainment or we can't afford to pay a preacher to come in or fly him in or whatever and it, it spills over into fundraisers. Well, we're just a small nonprofit, but we don't realize the impact we can have by networking with business people or networking with hotels or networking with restaurants or other such things and bringing in the kind of quality. That's why I appreciate what Eric's doing. That's why I appreciate what Keeper's doing because it's not about uh, how cheap can we get it done? It's about how can we get it done right? If it's worth doing, it's worth being good at it. I, I got to say, uh,
7: go, go ahead. Go I ahead. Just,
1: I, I, I just got to throw in my pet peeve too. I want to, I want to, I want to let you talk though, pastor, because I feel like God is talking through you. I don't want to interrupt that flow. Uh, but my, my, my pet peeve is, I'm going to say one word, Disrespect. You know, mm. and there's so many different ways of, of what a, going in that direction. So, like, for instance, if I'm doing a show and I send you a form and I have a certain format of how I want to do my show and you don't actually follow the format and fill out a couple of things, you're too important, you're too busy, you can't, you can't actually fill out a form. To me, that's a little disrespectful and it's messing up my show and I, and I can't promote you properly. You know, if, if I'm doing an event and I'm putting you on a stage and I'm giving you a lot of respect, I'm giving you a lot of promotion. I'm giving you a lot of value and you can't press a share button and tell your community about my stage and what I'm doing. And I'm giving you all this, all this value. That's disrespectful. You know, like, like, I mean, I can go on and on and on, on, on this topic, but that would I, one word disrespect, disrespect. You got to, you got to respect people when they're respecting you and you get so much more you get, you you open you you hand someone one key they open up a thousand doors for you you know so so i think that anybody watching right now if you're feeling me go ahead and post your comments or whatever if you've been disrespected you'll post in the comments how you've been res- disrespected what your pet peeve is you know but but you got to f- appreciate people's platforms and follow those guidelines
0: i love it that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Which which actually well before I pose my next question let me introduce to you Miss Sonya ba- Miss Sonya Wilson Bailey. She is just joining us. She had a uh, prior engagement. She is also a coach and she works with empowering women. So welcome Sonya. Sonya if you can turn your phone long ways though. Turn it long ways. Okay, you may have to unlock your orientation but but that is fine we are glad to have you and not hear you can you hear us
1: <laughs> yeah I'm thank here.
9: you i had to unmute my mic thank you i'm on my tablet
0: we got a storm here so the weather is bad sorry about being late Oops. it is storming everywhere but we are glad to have you. So we were actually talking about pet peeves, which actually brings me to my next question. And then we're going to let our viewers know what what you have coming up. Support. We heard a lot about pet peeves, which is, and it sounds like the biggest thing is m- mediocrity. Um, but what it basically sounds like is a lack of support. People mm-hmm. not supporting you in, you know. However, that may look like pertaining to your particular business or your service or your product. So I wanted to ask you if you could wave a wand and get the most support of the best support from from your clients, your uh, family members. What exactly? How would that look? What what would that look like? Somebody fully supporting you. What would you require from them?
1: I would go after the biggest podcaster in the world that has the most followers that are the most heart centered type of people, because that's the market I'm trying, trying to hit. So whoever is the biggest that has that type of target market, that type of demographic, I would want that type of support. And then obviously I get an amazing amount of support from my Easyway family. You know, you Kiefer, are part of the part of the family, Jeff Steinberg, all you guys are welcome to, to, to join it, but really everybody out there that presses the share button, you know, that's 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 really what it's about. And then if I see you pressing the share button for me, I'm going to press the share button for you, or I'm going to invite you to come on the Easy Way Wall of Fame to support you. That's why we built that platform. It's for support, you know?
0: Yeah, it's reciprocated. Yeah, love it, love it. Anybody else?
6: For me, support looks like just telling someone what I do. Because my service may not be for you, right? You may not need me, but... I think sometimes in my field, people don't always share what we do because they think that maybe they are a victim, maybe they're domestic violence or they're sexual assault victim. So they don't always talk about or share an event, but just share it. And, and that is the biggest support because you never know who needs us and the services that we provide.
4: Yeah. And Dr. Dunn, you are absolutely right. Um, with um, my organization advocating for survivors of sexual assault paying close attention to disabled persons people all around the world are hesitant to talk about sexual violence assault and abuse and especially when it happens and occurs within their own homes you know they encourage everyone to speak up speak up you know we we say that we support until it's until the person they are accusing is someone that you love it's, uh, until it's a brother, a cousin, a sister, a uncle, a grandfather, a father, you know, then they don't want to talk about it anymore. And they tend to go against the people who are reporting them. So you are absolutely right. It only takes a second to support our cause and our mission. A lot of times I get so frustrated if I post a picture of, Someone a very nice outfit, which I would never do unless it was myself or my daughter. <laughs> I'll get 300, 400 likes. But if I post a, a statistic about sexual assault and how it's killing them, killing us all silently, I'll get five likes, one or two shares. And so right. it's it's mind-boggling what what people will support. And, and I know it's it's shameful. People don't want to talk about it, but your story may help just one person, just one. Mm-hmm.
8: And, you know, Kiever, I, uh, I totally agree. Um, coming from a different spectrum, you know, yourself, Dr. Guyton, you all have written in Buttercup magazine and. It is it, it's, it's so funny. The magazine is there as a free platform for people to share their gifts, share their talents, share their writings and people will write in the magazine and then won't even tell their friends and family that they've written in there and i ask them all the time what is the purpose of pouring your heart out into an article or are you advertising in a magazine and nobody knows about it because you haven't you haven't said anything so that's, that, that's my thing. Yeah, just even if you're just sharing it, if it's not for you, it may be somebody else that they want to get something off their chest and want to write about it and, and want a platform they don't have to pay 100 hundred, two hundred $200 for.
0: Yeah, that is so true. And sometimes, Kimala, you know, um, some folks, you know, afraid to share or because, for the fear of a lack of support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. To yeah.
6: keep sure, I think you had something to say about that.
2: Yeah, and and I agree with you all. It's just sharing. Um, you know, if you want to live, share that live, and word of mouth. You know, a referral system don't have to be a long sheet of paper or uh, a website you can meet someone's referral system by letting someone know what they do um and i just want to piggyback off um about the abuse i am an advocate and i'm a coach for narcissistic abuse as soon as i start stating um and giving education about narcissistic abuse which people suffer from it is a part of domestic violence people turn a blind eye to it and say oh we don't want to talk about that because everybody is always talking about someone is narcissistic. But what they don't realize, it is a a, a big, big um, part of domestic violence that's silent. Um, and then another thing, my He magazine, uh, I do have a men's magazine for the everyday man. And I would love to see more men support each other and support it. Because I can ask someone um, to be in he and I got more women want to be in she, but when I ask about he, I get so many men, well, let me think about it or mm, let me, okay, I, you know, I'm letting you know about this magazine, but this is about your everyday man. It's not the man that's, you know, on there showing his muscles. This is showing what God created that, you know, the Adam. So that, that right there, I would love to see men engage uh, a little bit more. You know what, but that is so
0: interesting. And I can't help but think about, think about how many men are beaten down every day. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So it has to be very difficult for them to feel as if they can um, empower, or Mm -hmm. be an inspiration towards other men because they don't believe that they are worthy themselves. Right, right.
3: But see, uh, Keefer, that's, and and Keisha, that's exactly what, I can tell you a little bit why men don't jump in here, because a lot of men can't differentiate between who they are Mm. and what they do.
2: Okay, okay.
3: you walk up to somebody and the first thing you say is, hi, I'm Jeff Steinberg, I'm a singer. Or mm-hmm. hi, I'm Eric Zulie. I'm a major TV producer. And the yeah. problem is that we don't, we, we, we forget that who we are is not what we do. God mm-hmm. made it to be who we are. Mm-hmm. What we do is our choice. Right. And, and And I'm working on a book, shameless plug, but I'm working on a book that basically talks about the five questions that we don't ask if we really want to be successful in life. And the first one is, who am I? And and finding my identity is important. My identity is not wrapped up in my vocation. That's what I do. My identity is that I am a child of God. I am someone... Who God gave, you know, this is this is exactly, you know, what you're doing, Keisha, is exactly what I'm talk, what I'm talking about, Pastor. You've got a lot of people who have, you know, they've clouded their vision of who they are because they're so locked into what they do, and they feel like a failure. No man's a failure if he tries and if he honors who God made them to be. I can change occupation. I'm never going to change who I am. I'm always going to have an artificial arm. I'm never going to have arms. I'm always going to be four feet six inches tall. Besides, for all of you who are taller than six foot, I have one message for you: good things do not come in tall packages. you have never <laughs> heard it. <said>. Truth
6: <laughs> is,
7: it's amazing that that he says that Kiva because what men don't. Really understand is okay. What am I if I'm not a father? What am I if I'm not a husband? What am I if I'm not an engineer? What if, am I if I'm not a pastor? What am I uh, who am I if I'm not that comedian? You know, who am I outside of these things because I'm not I'm not the pastor. Yes. I am a pastor, but that's not who I am. You know, yes I I, I was a a nuclear engineer in, in the Navy You know, but that's not who I am. You know, yes, I am a father, but that's not who I am. So it's getting to the root of who you are. And then that is the place of authenticity. And when you can find that authenticity, then then now you have something that again, that you present that is very unique, something that is very peculiar to just you, you know, and then that is what you share. That is who you are. That is who who you become to the world. And it's the only way that you're able to to Effect change and if who you are isn't bringing change then you have to reevaluate am i who i think i am because if if i am who i think i am then that person should be affecting change in in everybody that we meet every time we meet someone every time we put something up it should be changing minds it should be turning on light switches that people hadn't seen or didn't even know existed i love it
0: i love it you wanted to add something to that, Sonia? Yes, yes, I did
9: earlier. I just wanted to say that I am just grateful for this platform for us to talk to one another and be able to share um, our feedback and input because we all deal with different things on different levels and the, the, um, Domestic violence, that is a topic that people don't want to talk about. Whole, You know, women being battered, men being battered. It's just as many men that are being abused um, by women just as much as it is as women. You know, so it's a, it's a major crisis. And I think just having a dialogue and talking about it, things can be addressed because a lot of times men, Uh, We women, we always have outlets. We always have places we can go to. We always have women that we can network and talk to. But a lot of times men are taught not to express themselves, not to uh, voice their opinions about things with other men. And sometimes they, they hold that in. So I'm just glad that we have this platform. I know that I'm being called to women, broken women, and we have a lot of people that are, that have dealt with all kind of trauma, all kind of levels of abuse, and if they never get to the root of that and never really address those issues that may have happened to them even as children, they become as adults that still struggle. They they may be in an adult body, but they're still dealing with childlike tendencies because of whatever they've encountered. So I'm just grateful to be here tonight and just to hear the dialogue and some support is an issue as well. But I think we're better together and, and, and we'll get, we'll be able to maneuver through it. But we have to keep the lines of communication open. Communication is the key to all things. Thanks, exactly. exactly. One thing,
3: Kiever, if I can throw this in. Um, we're talking about things, how we see ourselves. And When we mix our our identity up with our vocation, and like Pastor Gerald was saying, um, we handicap ourselves. And, uh, Kobe, I'd like to suggest a definition for the word handicap that you're not going to hear anywhere else. And that is, anything that keeps me or you from becoming all that God designed for us to be is a handicap. It doesn't matter whether you've got two arms or whether you can be an engineer or a a navy rocket scientist or whatever you know or a pastor the truth of the matter is the things we do can handicap us as well our self-image can handicap us and if you don't it comes right back down to it i'm not handicapped because i have no arms or because i wear an artificial arm but I could handicap myself by not reaching forward and pushing forward to find my full potential. And that's the difference. And I've that's never been a political practice anyway.
7: <laughs> hey, Kira, before, before, right? before you move on, I just wanted mm-hmm. to, to pose this. I mean, it's me, Eric, and Jeff that are on here. And I'm going to just ask, ask this simple question. And that's Jeff, that's Eric. When was the last time you were complimented? by a woman
3: does my wife count
7: well yeah your wife counts but w- just in general like these women all of them sitting here right now today right now have been complimented by more than just their husbands or significant others on um, multiple times during the course of a day but when was the last time you were complimented just out in public and, and a woman stopped you and said oh you smell great or Oh, or you know just whatever you know and it's one of those it's it's those kind of things that that really just a man is already dealing with everything that he's dealing with in his life right now he's trying to provide he's trying to protect he's trying to do everything that it is in his power to possibly do yes. a good man is anyway <laughs> and then you walk around and and you just you you wonder if you even exist sometimes you 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 wonder if outside of you providing and outside of you uh, protecting and outside of you doing everything that it is that you're doing you know is there a me am i appreciated am i thought of am 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 i visible you know and it it becomes very very hurtful and very hard for a man on a daily basis because it's something as simple as a compliment that could change his whole day. He's not even used to getting compliments. So not just to get one would, would change the whole dynamic of, of a man's day. You know, and it's it's something that I don't I think women are afraid to compliment men because a lot of men will will take that compliment the wrong way and and they they look at it as endus or whatever. But it's still one of those things where where if if men were knew who they were, and sometimes it's it, it, it takes another person to really kind of help you see, you know, who you are sometimes, you know, and if if not anything else, just to just lead you in a direction to discovering who you are. And, and a lot of men don't have that. They, they go around and they just do whatever and they become whatever it is that they do and they lose themselves.
1: So so I think that the people that are watching right now take that take the takeaway for you is go and compliment your man, you know, go and compliment your other half. And and don't, you know, don't forget to do that. Don't forget to to show that appreciation. I always talk about the power of appreciation. It's that next stepping stone, that next brick that helps you build that castle that you're trying, trying to build. It's all about appreciation. So this is good to backtrack and think about that. And are you really appreciating your other half? Are you appreciating your community? Are you doing something to show that appreciation? So I think that word appreciation is something people should really think about. And in line with that, it's,
3: it's, uh, it's important for men to know that the women in their life will stand up for them the way that he feels the need to stand up for her. You know, that's, that's really important because, uh, if you don't feel supported, then, you know, you you feel like, well, I guess my job is to fix all the things that are wrong, to provide, to bolster everybody. But like you said, Pastor, then I feel invisible or I feel unappreciated. Um, It's, uh, you know, I know, I know my wife loves me and she tells me that. And I know that, you know, when she needs me to do something. You know, it's not. I need you to do this. It's you know, can you help me do this? And she always shows me how appreciative she is of it.
1: Um, the other, the other day, I'm sorry. I thought. Uh, go ahead, Jeff. Yes, right? the other the other day, um, my my other half, and I, the the way that this made me feel, and I I feel what pastors what uh, was was saying she she told me she goes yeah you, know, you know you're 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 looking good today sweetheart and like you know you're glowing and and then she actually gave me a compliment saying that you know even though times get hard and people throw bricks at you you always grab those bricks and somehow build a house I'm with them itself. you know and and that made me feel so good i wouldn't build another house i wouldn't close another deal you know like i i went out and got it cuz my you know what i mean so i it's really important actually and and you're right pastor uh, you know we don't get it enough we give it we give it more than we get it <laughs> and the older we
3: get the more inclined we tend to feel like we don't have what it takes you know um if we're not careful we allow ourselves to feel inadequate to the job hence my wife is throwing me a 70 a surprise 70th birthday party august the 14th if you all would like to come to Orlando. <laughs> Wait
0: a minute. A surprise I, know, it's I, seven just seven. I just left you already. <laughs> well, when you travel I just left
1: it.
3: when you when you when you travel for a living, it's important for her to get you on her schedule to find out when you're gonna be available.
7: Mm-hmm. who's turn turning seventy? Huh? Who's turning seventy? I do. I no, will be you don't. No way. no way. No <laughs> way. Yep. No way you're turning 70.
3: Yep, I'll be 70 on August the 18th. So you on look fantastic.
7: 40, on the
3: fourth hosting a party and families coming in uh to Florida, we're gonna have a great time. But the point is, she came to me and said, We need to do this, and I thought that's pretty cool because we've gone to so many family members, you know. My mother she when she turned 90 and then 95 my uncle when he turned 100 and then 101 you know the point is everybody wants to feel valued and needed and necessary and and that's important not just for kids but for our adults and elderly kobe you're in the middle of this the the older folks tend to feel pushed aside and they can be abused or taken advantage of for the same reason. Yeah. because yeah. You know, just just, That
0: is say, So true.
6: Oh. Come yeah, please some balance. Um, Pastor Gerald, I totally agree with you. When I speak to men, I talk to them about how you respond. That is not always that a woman is not always coming on to you and having those conversations. It's hard for single women to compliment a man when they come at you from a different perspective so i think as men it'd be very refreshing when you have the men conferences um when you have those conversations to talk about that we do want compliments but we can't receive them because the way we respond in our society to them because every woman that i meet i say hi beautiful i compliment every woman that i meet but it's very difficult for me to do it for a man as a single woman and so but this I think, we have this, this conversation mm-hmm. with the men in the circle of how they respond to women. That's awesome.
3: But I but I do it when I meet women and you know I'll say, hey beautiful, you know, or I see a guy, hey, good looking. We can't let society's political correctness dictate how we value each other.
6: We've That's not, re- not what I'm
3: saying. But yeah, I know I understand what you're saying.
2: I'm so glad Dr. Vanessa said that because when I do reach out because I had got to the point where I'm thinking I should get a virtual assistant that's a man because when I reach out on my own to ask for them to come on the show or come you know to, uh, to just be a guest you know or come you know be you know be in the magazine feature and i give them a compliment and i tell them i see what you're doing you are amazing they look at me as a single woman that i'm trying to some actually think that oh she's trying to come on to me so now i'm like oh my god i'm scared to even ask guys do they would they like to feature on the cover of he. you know i'm so glad you say that doctor so i I I won't i won't feel
7: that way coach (laughs) (laughs)
0: my question is, how can oh, the single women offer their services? And I'm asking the gentleman, and then we have to move on and wrap up. But this is so good. So how can the single women... What's their best approach to be able to extend their services without it feeling like a come on?
1: But I, okay, so, I think that's all a matter of the how you plant your seed and how you come across. If you come across like a professional businesswoman and you you lay down the lines, yes. you know what I mean, like right right away, and you don't do the rapport thing and the, be, you know, the, the get to know you thing and, and, and make it feel like it's like right away, right up front. You're like, Hey, I want to do business with you. This is what my business is. Boom, boom, boom. And you're like more kind of sharp and to the point, the man's going to perceive that as, okay, you want to do business. You're, you want to get down to business, you know? And, and, but if you, if you approach me and you're like, you're like, you're like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm loving this and that. And like, you're, you're doing the rapport thing too much, then that's how I'm going to perceive that because you're not really talking business you're you're more personal so just get right to the business
0: but think about it like this though because as women a lot of us are groomed to start off with the rapport you know what i'm saying because i can attest to this which it really doesn't you know sway me anyway but when you are forward like that, especially being a woman, you can be viewed as being aggressive. You're too aggressive. You know, you're this, you're that. So, you know, I think it's a balanced act, but you know, it's really important for you to know who you are, know what you're not gonna stand for, and don't be afraid to quote unquote check people, you know, and let them know that you are not, you know, about that, you know, craziness but I saw your hand up, Sonya. Are you still there, Sonya? What I was gonna
9: say is everything that... We- yes, can you hear me? Yes, now we can. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, sorry you. about that, it may, it may be some type of delay. But anyway, um, what I was gonna say is this dialogue is absolutely amazing. From what Pastor said to the other two gentlemen, you know, it, it It's something that made me think when he asked that question because I do that very well with my spouse, but how do I do that with my brothers? How do I do that with my dad? How do I do that with my neighbors? So I'm thinking that now, even though I do it, I feel like I can do it um, more frequently than I have been doing it and I think so We have to keep in mind that just like um, Mr. Eric said earlier, we have to set the ground rules up front because people have done stuff that has made it uncomfortable in certain aspects. But I believe with all of these professional women that's on this platform, I believe if we go to them, we, we tell them and be direct, I believe that they may. You know, be perceiving us as you know aggressive, but as long as we let the lines be drawn and keep them where they're supposed to be, then it eliminates any type of room for any misunderstandings.
0: I agree.
1: Well, the other thing to go off of your question, Kever, uh, is you can always you can do the rapport. You can you can be nice up front. You can you can do what you normally are used to doing, as you were saying but you can throw subtle hints. And this is more for people that are in a relationship that like, you know, Hey, my other half or my beautiful girlfriend or my beautiful husband or my, my handsome husband, you know, something. So, so as, as we're listening to you talk we're, we're we're getting those hints that like, okay, you're not really coming on to me. You're, you're, you're trying to do business. You're trying like, you know, so as you're doing the report, throw those little seeds in there to grow the, the, the shields of, of flirting. You know, I guess you could say, like, just throw those little subtle hints that, like, look, I'm good over here personally, but I'm definitely interested in doing business with you over here.
3: You know, one of the things that you said, Keever, about pushing yourself and being perceived as being too pushy. I get that all the time. And when I get told that, I tell people, well, as I look behind me, I don't see anybody pushing me. So if, it is, if, if, if I don't do it, it isn't gonna get done. That being said, let me tell you just a real, real quick story. A number of years ago, about 11 o'clock at night, I called a pastor friend of mine, our pastor rather, who was recommended to me. And I introduced myself and in my ministry because I had an opening to be in his area in Massachusetts for my fall tour. He listened very patiently as I told him all about me, my ministry, what I do, what I have to offer. And then he very, he waited until I stopped, and he said, but are you any good? Mm. And I had exactly three seconds to come up with the right answer. And my answer was, absolutely. That's why I get paid the big bucks. He booked me. He said to me, when we did the date, he took us out to lunch afterward. And I asked him, I said, why did you book me? And his answer was very clear. He said, I can't tell you the number of times I get called by singers, singing groups, speakers who want to come and minister in my church. And when I asked them if they're any good, 99% of the time they'll come up with some spiritually pious, overly, whatever line that says well i'm not in it for the show i'm in it for the ministry and he said when i asked you if you were any good you said yes and i had to know for myself and i said so what's the verdict he said when can you come back the truth is we don't value what we're able to do i know what i'm good at eric knows what he's good at pastor knows what he's good at kobe knows what she's good at but if you don't know not only what you're good at, but also what you're not good at, I'll never be a basketball player. And and, and the truth is, and it doesn't matter that people call me hookshot, but the truth is it has nothing to do with basketball. You know, the point is, I recognize what I cannot do. I cannot dress myself. I cannot bathe myself. So I have to have somebody who can help me. And I surround myself with people who not only value me, but also value themselves. Giving someone a compliment isn't sexual unless you don't value yourself or unless you don't value that other person. And if they know you're coming in to do a job, then telling them they're doing a good job or that they look good won't be misinterpreted if you present yourself in the right fashion. Absolutely. But you have to know your limitations, and you have to know what you're good at, and 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 what your handicaps are.
6: That's blaming. That's that's pretty much victim blaming the person that's being sexually harassed. Because I will tell you, I am the ultimate professional. I took my personal cell phone number off of my business card because of that. Because mm-hmm. people will call you a personal? And I'm all about my business and about changing the world. You're right. And right. sometimes you can't control how other people um, treat you and okay. respond to you, but you can right. respond how you know the right way. So I always do right. from a very professional manner, but right. I start off that way, too. And it does not matter. People will still try to approach you. So just think about it. It's not my fault. I no know. and i was
3: not trying to suggest that it was your fault what i'm
6: saying i'll let you come back and clear that one up Jen.
3: <laughs> I, I wasn't what i'm saying is we all have to decide how we're going to respond to people we do you know right. and, and and the responsibility of how i respond is mine not yours and and how you respond is your responsibility not mine but but uh, let, let, let me put it this way. If I tell you that you look good with purple lipstick, you're gonna think one of two things. You're either gonna respond or you're gonna react. Response says, wow, he noticed my lipstick. He, you know, and maybe I might say you, you, you don't look good in brown, you know, tan, okay? Um, you can respond by saying that, well, he's a pretty nice guy. He's honest. You know, I don't like his answer, but, you know, his, his reaction, but that's fine. Or you can react. And reaction says, well, if he doesn't like my lipstick, what other terrible things is he thinking about me? You see what I'm saying? Now, when somebody says something to me, I have to decide, am I going to respond? If I don't like it, I can let it roll off me just as easily. Or am I going to react and say something nasty to them and put it on them or make it their fault? If I say, hey, beautiful, I'm not, you know, you can perceive that I'm either coming on to you or you can perceive that I'm just being kind and being gracious, you know, or, you know, that's the thing. I'm responsible for my re- for my responses. And and you're responsible for yours. And I was never trying to suggest that anything was your fault.
0: Understood. Let me address Thank the elephant in the room. Up. Not to cut you guys <laughs> off of y'all. We are over an hour. This is so good though. <laughs> this has been amazing. So listen, let's, let's do this. Um, we're going to take a very quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to allow you all just two minutes, two minutes. My coaches, my preachers, my teachers, two minutes. <laughs> to let our viewers know what you have coming up and how to get in contact with you, okay? If you guys want to do this again, definitely reach out to me. I would love to have you back. This has been amazing. And guess what you guys, what you have not been seeing, and this is why I love doing what I'm doing, is the behind the scenes. Like they have been connecting and collaborating and getting each other's contact information behind the scene and that's exactly why keeper's place the Keeper Murdoch show and podcast is here to be able to put people together be able to join resources be able to empower each other and i'm so proud you guys have done my heart so good tonight because behind the scene that's exactly what you you have been doing and i'm I just truly believe that amazing things have been birthed out of our first guest reunion show tonight. So kudos and blessings to you all. Y'all just don't know how proud. I, I feel like a proud mama right now, but but I'm just so <laughs> excited. So let's go ahead and have a quick commercial break. And we're going to come right back and let our viewers know how to get in contact with you, and also what you have coming up. So don't go anywhere, stay tuned. This is Kiasha Hill, transformational life coach and author of 30 Days of Different Ways to Love Me. You're currently watching Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch show and podcast. Please stay tuned. So much more to come.
1: Hey, guys, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? It's your man, Eric Zuli. I'm the International commercial uh ax body spray star i've done films i'm on amazon prime right now and i built my own social network platform we have 300 million people that we reach on our on our network and i'm a man of god and i'm telling you right now man where do you need to be
4: um, hmm.
1: oh yeah that's it keever's place you gotta go to keever's place you gotta watch keever's place you gotta hang out in keever's places it's about no, think of you hang on keever's place the easy way
0: Welcome back to Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch Show and Podcast. If you are just joining us, we're having our very first guest reunion show and it has been amazing. So if you have missed it, definitely go back and watch the replay. I'm telling you, it has been engaging and I am loving every second of it. So we are going to allow all of our guests up to two minutes to be able to share what they have coming up and also how you can get in contact with them. So we're going to start with Eric Zuli right here. So Eric, let's let them
1: know how how to reach you. Uh thank you, Kever, and I wasn't expecting you to put me up there on your commercial. And I I, I remember when I when I when I did that, you took me back when you were on the show. Um, but yeah, guys, I'm Eric Zulli. Uh If you want to get in touch with us, if you wanna if you want to shortcut your way to success by connecting with the best, that's us. Uh, you can text Easy Way the letter E, letter Z, W A Y, no spaces to the number five five six seven eight, and it'll bring you to our social network community platform. We do reach a lot of people. We have people like Les Brown, Sharon Lecter, Kevin Sorbo, Bill Duke, uh, on and on and on. They're all on our, our platform and you can connect with people like that. I have a book called The Influence Effect. If you wanna learn how to connect with people and turn your relationships to relationship equity, uh, raised over, uh, actually our company is at about seven figures at this point and I haven't even hit 40 yet. And so I teach people a lot about how to do that with the power of a microphone. And I do what you watch in here. I help coach Kiever a little bit and, 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 and and updating the branding. And you saw that cool little logo reveal and stuff like that. We do all that stuff. So anything that you need from A to Z, forget that it's not A to Z it's E to Z. All right. So we look forward to hearing from you guys and anybody that does text easy way to five, five, six, seven, eight, I'll give you guys a free uh, ticket to our event with Laura Lengmar, Omar Perryu, and these amazing people on August, Uh, 25th. All the information's on our Easy Way Wall of Fame. You click on the blog and you'll get more information. Thank you, Kiever, and thank you for having me on.
0: Love it. Thank you, Eric. Coach Keisha.
2: Thank you all. Thanks so so much, Kiever. Um, She Magazine, S.H.E. Magazine, is for your everyday woman, okay? I will be launching um, She Magazine um, on July the 20th. And the Coaching Experience show is now on the air with Kingdom Purpose TV, um, starting July 21st. You can catch me on Wednesdays, 4 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. Um, um, Eastern Standard Time. I am looking for guests. Um, and also um, the Soul Care Experience Academy, where I um, speak with individuals about narcissistic abuse. And um, it's awareness and education platform. And thank you so much, Keith. I appreciate you. Would you tell
0: them how to get in contact
2: with you, either
0: through your website or
2: social yes. media? Thank you, Keith. Um, You all can um, contact me at TWAD, as in dog, E, at openarmsconnection.com. That's my email, A-R-M-S, connection, without an S. Um, you can also text um, info to 601, area code 207-0791, or you can go to my Facebook page at Coaching Experience with X X P E R I E N C E. Thanks for reminding me, Kieber.
0: Thank you so much. You. Dr. Vanessa Dunguyton, you're up next.
6: How about I unmute myself? (laughs) Hello, everyone. Our organization is called Hush No More. Our website is hushnomore.org. We support survivors of what we call the hush topics, sexual assault, domestic violence, sex trafficking, incest, child sex abuse, all of those topics that communities and families have a hard time discussing. We do different events. On August the 7th, we have a college forum called Sex, Drugs, and Alcohol for all of those students that's going to college or already in college to provide awareness we are also working on a hush no more poetry book if you are a survivor you write poetry go to our website we would love for you to submit and participate in that you don't have to be a survivor you can just encourage the survivor and write your poetry from that perspective and we also have a podcast you can find us on facebook united 8 pm eastern standard time if you want to be a guest if you are a survivor that want to share their topic if you are an advocate or if you have a nonprofit organization we would love for you to be a
0: guest You can find out more information on our website. Peace and blessings to you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Vanessa. Uh, Colby Martin is
4: up next. Okay. I was trying to remember to unmute myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hi, everybody. My name is Kobe Martin. I'm the founder of Innocent Voices Unsilenced. Um, We're advocating for uh, victims or survivors of sexual assault and abuse to have a voice when they believe that they don't have one. My daughter was unable to tell me about her abuse due to her disability. Well, I am her voice. We are working to get penal code laws changed to enhance um, punishments for these type of offenses. I know that we won't be able to stop it, but we're taking strides and steps to bring a community together to talk about something that no one is talking about. We talk daily about sexual assault in the military, in Hollywood. Um, We got Bill Cosby and the R. Kelly's and the the other actors all over the world that are doing this, but no one's talking about the things that are happening to some of the most vulnerable people in the world. So I I thank you all for having us here. Um, We're on all social media handles as Innocent Voices Unsilenced um, website www.innocentvoicesunsilenced.com and you all have a great day and don't forget to talk about it have those necessary conversations thank you love it thank you so
0: much um, Kobe Uh, Jeff Steinberg you are next
3: my message to you is you're a masterpiece in progress god does not make any junk and i'm a masterpiece in progress i'm a singer i am a a keynote speaker i am an entertainer humorist comedian um and you can contact me i'm doing a fall tour starting in september through the middle of october uh, all the way up to the Northeast, all the way up to Maine, where I get to have lobster until I can just have no more. Um, I am an author. I have a book called masterpiece in progress, which is my autobiography and I have albums and CDs. You can contact me by visiting our, uh, website tiny giant. That's T I N Y G I A N T tiny giant.com. Um, you can email us or contact us by at booking, B-O-O-K-I-N-G, at tinygiant.com, or you can call us, 901 area code 754-JEFF. Old phone company, I wanted a number that was as easy to remember as my name. I look forward to an opportunity to uh, encourage, inspire, challenge your, your group, your audience, and help support your fundraising efforts your goals um, contact me visit me um there's no group to, too big or too small we'll find a way to make it happen
0: Love
7: it. Thank, you. thank you
0: thank you jeff we greatly appreciate you being here pastor gerald c lewis
7: all right i just want to teach and help people turn on the light to see things that they can't unsee my goal is to make people see the bible differently And in a way that they will never unsee it. And because of that, the Lord put me on a pursuit in order to, you know, write books. Uh, My first book was Elucidations uh, and Elucidations. And my second book was God's Garden. Uh, And then following that uh, coming out later this year uh, in December timeframe will be Son of God. Uh, And I just want to impact the world. I just want to change the way we see things, the way we do things, the way we are and do it for the kingdom
0: and how can they reach you
7: easiest way to reach me is through facebook i'm on facebook 24 hours a day seven days a week uh so you can find me at simply my name and that's gerald c lewis senior
0: awesome thank you so much great greatly appreciate you being here uh, miss sonia wilson bailey you're up next Yes, yes.
9: Um, my name is Sonia Wilson Bailey. I am a life coach. I teach women that are broken that becoming whole is an inside job. I help them to renew their minds, rebuild their bodies and restore their their soul, excuse me, through the word of God. and um, you can find me at Whole Women in Progress. Um, that's my face I mean that's my website. Um, My Facebook group is Whole Women in Progress as well. And I have an upcoming course, a six-week course, um, cultivating a new you that starts on September the 15th of this year. And I'm just excited about helping women deal with all of the issues that we talked about that these other ladies on this platform are already working on in that avenue as well. And I'm helping them deal with that past pain, that hurt, that trauma, whatever it is that they've encountered that they've covered up for decades and not dealt with I'm that that coach that's going to help them to um, deal with those issues of their lives as we go through this journey together thank you for allowing me to be on your platform tonight
0: thank you for being here it's been such an honor to have you thank you so much miss Kimberla Burton <coughs> <coughs>
9: Unmute your mic. Unmute your mic.
1: Pastor Gerald, we need to
8: unite the light, brother. Okay. There we go. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Um, since we talked about Buttercon Magazine, if anyone it offers a free platform for persons that like to share their stories, um, that would like writing experience, um, talking about what's on their mind. We talk about things such as money matters. Um hair story, shop talk. We talk about the, a. we have the Amen Corner, um, domestic violence, mental health, wellness, um, health. So we, it's a myriad of things that we cover in the magazine. And we also partner um, sometime with other organizations if they want to be featured for a special uh, edition. Then the next magazine does come out in October. It's no cost. For anyone to write in the magazine. And we're always looking at writers um, throughout the United States and beyond. So, anyone that has an interest in ButterCon magazine, you can reach me on Facebook at Kimla Burton. Um, we also have a ButterCon magazine page. We're on Instagram under ButterCon Mag, and we have a website. Uh, Butterconmagazine.com.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. And before we go, we had a couple people that um, fell off. We had Miss Doreen Let's Read. She has a Leaders Rising Confidence Tour coming up on next Thursday. You can find her on Facebook at Doreen let Some Read. Miss Janique Mader, unfortunately, she was not able to get on. She was having some um, technical issues, but the best way to find her is on Instagram. So you you can look her up, officially Janique, and that's officially Janique, or you can find her on Facebook at Janique Mader. You can find her there. And we also had Miss Kalina Powell. She is the deaf community advocate in Canada. So if you would like to find out more about the deaf community, definitely reach out to her. She's on Facebook and Instagram, Kalina Powell. So definitely find her there. This has been an amazing show. I just wanted to say thank you. Listen, I was not expecting for us to run as long as we did, but it was so good. You just cannot just
6: We lost her.
1: yeah we lost her Oh no we lost Kiever so I guess I'm the new Kiever because I like I got I got put in her position I'm in I'm in the Kiever box here so uh, <laughs> I think I think uh, I think Kiever was was closing it up but I, I want to say it was a pleasure did I call this the digital handshake effect everybody It was a pleasure meeting all you guys. I look forward to making a difference oh with God. everybody. And let's all thank Kiever for allowing us all to connect and everybody out there that's, uh, that's watching uh, definitely subscribe to the Kiever's place show. Uh, She's doing a lot of incredible things and it's an, it's a very uh, powerful and impactful platform uh, for you and your business. So you should definitely make sure you contact her on Facebook, Instagram, the wall of fame uh, and, and try to get on the show because you could be the next guest on kiever's next reunion anybody else want to pop in (laughs) i I, I can continue to go forever but i'm giving everybody else their chance to to, but hey uh, kobe i look forward to connecting with you i'm just going to say everybody i look forward to connecting with and 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 why uh our are you there i'm not no you're not okay cool so 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 kobe um i look forward to connect with you and, and your cause and what you're what you're doing it's so unbelievably important want to definitely talk to you behind the scenes uh coach uh keisha your magazine is incredible didn't know you had he magazine we're definitely gonna definitely talk i wouldn't mind you know I, i'm not gonna be mad at you put me on the cover of that one and, and then my, my my beautiful other half is perfect for she magazine um <laughs> <laughs> Pastor uh, Pastor Gerald, I look forward to uniting the light with you, brother, and learning more more about what you're uh, what you're doing. Um, and 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 Dr. Vanessa, I mean, I can see that you're a strong business and, uh, and, and powerful woman, but you you're also got a sweet side of you. So I look forward to learning a little bit more about that sweet <laughs> side. Um, listen, I don't know
0: what happened. <laughs> listen, I just well, I moved held it down my for it, Giver. and it went blank. But, Eric, thank you so much for just jumping right in there. I I'm like, the you know what, Devin, You are a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody closing up my show but me. <laughs> I helped you with your show, so I knew how
1: awesome it was. So I thought I'd just like... I appreciate all it, that, Eric.
0: Thank, thank y'all so much. And you did a fabulous job. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Like I said earlier, if you want to join us again, I would love to have a part two to this. This was amazing. Thank you so much for just gracing my stage once again and for doing exactly what Keepers Place was set up to do, and that is connect, people. We're here to motivate, we're here to connect, and we're here to share. So thank you all so much. Audience, I hope you have enjoyed our show tonight, except for the little technical difficulty towards yeah. the end of the show, but nevertheless this is live tv honey it is what it is <laughs> so yes. you are you guys are definitely welcome back anytime
3: thank you for having us
0: I, I gotta, I
1: gotta I actually do have to go. I love everybody. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Jeff and and uh uh Butacan magazine and Sonia, I want to connect with you guys too. You're all awesome. Uh God bless everybody. I'm Eric Zulian, Kiva Rocks. Everybody stay on the count of three. One, okay. two, three, kever rocks. rocks. I love Kiever
6: Kiever you Kiever
3: I love night, everybody. God bless. Yeah, Kobe, get in touch with me. Good night we'll
0: see what we can do. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Thank y'all so much for hanging in there for our first guest reunion show. Listen, you have an opportunity to be a guest on our show as well. So definitely go to our booking site at tinyurl.com forward slash keywords place booking. Book your opportunity to be a guest on our show. We are now taking guests for season three. So we're super excited. So definitely get yourself booked. Thank y'all so much for watching. It has been an honor and a pleasure. So until next time, family, let's continue to share Connect and Glow because we understand that building your network also builds your net worth. So thank you again. I love you guys. Much peace and blessings. Good night. Thank you for watching Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and Podcast. Tune in every Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Kiever's Place. To be a guest on our show, text the word GUEST to 803-368-3030 or visit us at tinyurl.com slash Kiever's Place. Book and watch us on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire as we're broadcasting in more than 60 million homes worldwide.